0: Life Management Science Labs would like to acknowledge that we live and produce this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands of our listeners and our international colleagues. We'd like to pay our respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. Hey everyone, and welcome to All Together, the Family Science Insights Podcast, produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. We are champions of life management science providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living. Each week we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field. I'm your host Dina Sargent. Now let's get started. Hey guys, so today we're joined by a very amazing person and my beautiful co-host, (laughs) Um, who is hosting her own two other channels, both called Work in Progress, which focuses on personal productivity and Ah. Bouncing Back, which is personal resilience. So how are you going today, Tia? Hi, Tina. Thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) It is going to be amazing seeing you join up from all sunny Queensland over there. I know, right? (laughs) I'm so jealous.
1: It's cool here here today, though, which is so weird. It's like 23 degrees. It's still so humid, but like it's really overcast, so it's so nice. So hence, like I'm wearing like a bit of a longer shirt, which is so nice.
0: Oh, my God. Send some sun down to us, please. We we need the heat. Take it. It's (laughs) so
1: hot up here.
0: (laughs) All right. So we're going to be talking about division and labor of labor here today. And it's going to be pretty different than our usual podcast because we usually have other kinds of guests and experts today. We've got another expert who is also have a different oh, wow. kind of view on, <laughs> <laughs> on everything. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, division labor is balancing work and life and family and relationships. Mm. So, but we're going to start off with a, a little bit of an icebreaker and it's a bit yeah. of a game like we love to start with. And obviously, you know <laughs> this by heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the drill, when I say something, just say the first thing that comes to your mind. And yeah, so the first one is going to be book. Ooh,
1: this is so much pressure because like, <laughs> for those who are listening, yeah, me and Dina have our own separate shows and I host, a different, I host a different podcast under LMSL, so I'm never being asked these questions. <laughs> so this is so odd. Um, but, okay, book. Ooh. Um, oh, at the moment I'm reading, when I think book, I think John Green, you know, the author, the yes. guy who wrote The Fault in Our Stars and yes. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love him so much, and he's got a book that, didn't come out too long ago i think maybe like 2 years ago mm-hmm. called the anthropocene reviewed and i highly recommend mm-hmm. it's just like a um it's just like a normal book but it's um just like a few like short essays that he writes and he sort of just like reviews things in life and it's just really interesting to see things from his perspective so that's what i'm reading at the moment i'm nearly done because his writing style is something or his personal writing style when he writes from his point of view mm-hmm. is something that I love. It's it's good. So highly recommend. I love John Green. He's amazing. Okay, I'm searching up that book straight after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's this easy. And the essays are like not too long. So you can just read one and then like you can just put the book down and you don't like have to remember what happened beforehand because they're essays. So it's really easy.
0: Oh, that sounds so good. Mm. Okay, so the next one is movie.
1: Oh, so much pressure. Um, okay, movie. Um. Oh, I just watched the other day Enola Holmes 2.
0: Oh, my God, I loved it. Oh, my gosh, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah. It was so good. I think it was so oh much goodness. better than the first one.
1: Yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was really good. I loved the story and the fact that, like, at the end, like, it was kind of like, loosely based on, like, real events. hmm yeah. And I was like, I love that. It was so good. I really, like, I watched it as soon as it came out. Like, I was <laughs> waiting. I was just like, as soon as it clocked over, because it had, like, had to be released in America first. Yeah. So as soon as it clocked over, I was like, I've got to watch it straight away. So I highly recommend for anybody who hasn't watched it, they're on Netflix. Yes. I think they're only on Netflix because it's yeah. a Netflix. Yeah, it's a Netflix special. Yeah. But Henry Cavill and Millie Bobby Brown make such a good, just make such a good duo. They just like. Yeah. Such like big brother, little brother energy. Like
0: yeah, yeah exactly. They just oh, so they get good. along
1: so yeah. well. Family science guys. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so how about podcast?
1: Oh, well, besides our own. Oh uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> just just plug ours. Um, yeah, I love all the host podcasts. We all have great podcasts. It's really good. Everyone, go check them out because we've yeah. got we've got 10 between I know five of us us. yeah which five of us yeah which is I never count myself (laughs) (laughs) but there's 10 yeah there's 10 between the five of us um but outside of that I listen to a few and they kind of vary in different topics because I need mostly I listen to podcasts for like comic sort of spite like I respite like I just sort of listen to them just to have someone else there so probably my favorite that I listen to on like a weekly basis, like I wait for the episodes to come out, mm-hmm. is The Inspired Unemployed.
0: <laughs> it's well, like I have such... listen to one episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> they're so funny and like this is not, like they're not in any way related to the kind of content that we produce. No. Like they're <laughs> <Definitely> so, <not. laughs> they're like they're like Aussie tradies or ex-tradies who just are so funny and just lighthearted and it's just the best thing to listen to if you want to laugh. But outside of that, I love um, Ashley Graham's podcast. is amazing. She interviews the most incredible women really? and she's gorgeous. So and I feel like she's very much on our level. So I love I love those two. Those are my favorites.
0: OK, how about famous role model that you have? Oh, Wow! <laughs> this is so
1: weird answering <laughs> <that> questions.
0: <laughs> um, famous role model,
1: I think. I think probably Gloria Steinem. She was like a massive like feminist journalist in the seventies, mm-hmm. and she did a lot of things for like female journalists for like the first time. And she's the like best friends with Jane Fonda, you know, the actress.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, so wow. they
1: like did a lot of stuff like girl power in like the 70s and 80s. And she's just the most gorgeous person. And her writing style is so inspiring. And it's like when you're a journalism student, you hear about her all the time because she just pioneered like so much of that. So I think I look up to her a lot. And she's just like so fun. And she wears like these cool, massive, like 70s glasses, like huge and like the big hair. And I'm like, I want to be that. Like (laughs) that's That's my goal (laughs) goal in life. That's my goal in life. I went to like a friend's party, like dressed as her and nobody knew who I was. But I just felt so good. Just like, oh, my gosh, like dressed as Gloria Steinem. (laughs) This is awesome.
0: Oh my God. Okay. That's that's you for Halloween done for the rest of your life then. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Done deal. And I've already wear glasses, so we're good. You're
0: halfway there. (laughs) Right? Okay. How about course that you've completed?
1: Oh, course that I've completed. I'm just about to finish something. So I don't think that counts. So I'll say, um, I did a two week course. I did like environmental studies Ooh. in Shanghai for two weeks,
0: which wow. was like
1: the most random thing <laughs> you know, ever. Like, I'm like, it was totally weird. <laughs> yeah, like it's not really up my alley, but it was something that I had an opportunity to do in my mm-hmm. first year of university and I took it. And yeah. since then I have like started other course, but I've like I haven't, finish them like I'm about to finish them like in a month so I'm like oh I probably can't say but yeah I did environmental studies and like food sustainability in Shanghai
0: for two weeks oh wow you can do so weird you can head over to Gabriella's (laughs) podcast and talk about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) totally honestly though I feel like we could chat about that for a while because I learned just like so much completely unrelated to my field of studies but I really enjoyed it so, yeah, so that's probably, like, the most recent thing. I've actually finished. I'm notorious for just not finishing things, so.
0: <laughs> you start it and then you're like, oh, yeah, I've done what I wanted to do. I'm done, I'm yeah. done now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Literally, literally, right? Honestly. All
0: right. Well, that is a little bit of get to know Tia. There's some things that I didn't know, too. I mean, the environmental <laughs> oh, thanks, studies Tina. thing was, um, <laughs> was a new yeah. thing. <laughs> um. So now we're going to bring you on to talk about a bit more of what we invited you on and the Mm. reason that you are sitting in front of me virtually. (laughs) Um, So when it comes to family, we know that everyone Mm. has their sort of variety of definitions. Yeah. What do you think your definition of family is? That's interesting
1: Um, because I've heard obviously like you talk about this before because for those who can't tell me and Dina have very similar brains. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so yeah we all love each other so it's great. So we discuss each other's podcasts with each other but I've never actually thought about this sort of like on a personal basis and Mm -hmm. because I've moved so much I think I haven't always been directly connected to family or just like relatives in general yeah um but obviously like when I think family I immediately think like my parents and my siblings like that kind of like bubble like that nuclear the typical nuclear family yeah um but as I've gotten older and I've moved away I think that definition has definitely expanded Mm -hmm. it's still mostly like like, family members in terms of people that I'm genetically related to. Yes. But I think family is, like, people who you have, like, a really deep bond with and to the point where you can kind of understand each other Yeah, without having to say anything. And I think to me that's family. Like, I have best friends who I would consider family members, but Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day when I think of family, I think of, like, people – who love you, um, not just because they have to, but because they want to. Yeah, no. <laughs> that There we go. That's my definition. Yeah, okay,
0: yeah. No, I'm no. the same way, especially when it comes to like, I think of different family areas as like different clusters. Like I have one like of my biological blood-related family, but then there's also like the friends, but I wouldn't compare the two. Like they're not. Yeah, yeah. It's like different they're not the same areas. No, definitely not.
1: Mm, I think that's why it's hard to like define it. Almost is because yep. you have like your family that are like related to you and they have to love you. Yeah, <laughs> and We're then stuck with you. you have like your friends, especially in your twenties. Like hmm. you have your friends that you're always with that create that family because you've got, you know, people from different backgrounds and all that kind of stuff and you end up in this kind of family. Exactly. But I think that would be my definition.
0: Okay, perfect. So how do you think that that concept of family have changed in your opinion?
1: I think it's definitely, like obviously it's definitely not what it used to be. No. Um, Which is good, which I like because not everyone gets to grow up with that like nuclear bubble. Like mm-hmm. not everyone has that nice, you know, the mom, the dad, the brother, the sister, like a lot of people don't yep. have that. Yeah. So I think it's nice that we've reached that point where it's like family can, like personally family can be sort of whatever you need it to be. Yeah. Um, so I think it's changed a lot and because of, yeah, how the world has evolved you can have, you know, siblings who you're not related to, parents who you're not related to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you aren't, you know, related to them in any kind of way. You've come from somewhere else or that sort of thing. Um, so I think it's evolved for the better. Yeah. And I think still at its core, I think family is like that legal connection. Yes. Like that, that medical <laughs> and legal connection. Yeah. When it comes to like your emergency contacts. Yes. Like that's how I picture it. <laughs> But I think obviously that's evolved um, for the benefit of a lot of people. I think.
0: Yeah, and I like I like that it's being acknowledged. The fact that it's different, that like mm. it's not the same. It's not like the mom, the dad, the brother, the sister. Like the function of it is very different. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree with you when it comes to that. Um, okay, so talking about work balance, work life balance, and division of labor. Mm. What's your most common problem when balancing work and life?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How how long do you want this podcast to go for? Um, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I think the most common issue that I bump into would probably, um, just being able to say no to things, Mm -hmm. I think. I think I'm like, I'm a people pleaser. I think Dina is too. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm a people pleaser. So as I've gotten older, I've learned to say no. And I'm always like that little person inside of me is always a little bit more scared, like of saying no, because I'm like, oh no, like just say yes. Like it's okay. And I'm like, no, we're just going to be a little bit more, a little bit more stern. So I think that's probably my biggest problem when it Mm -hmm. comes to dividing and creating that work-life balance is there is like a balance but it's overloaded like both sides are equal but they're like equally as heavy yes (laughs) if that makes sense like if you picture like a scale you know you've got like five kilos on one side and five kilos on the other side and you're like oh cute that's balanced but it's like a hundred kilos and they're like a hundred kilos
0: yes (laughs) if that makes sense I feel like it's not like one, two, it's like one, two, three, four. It's like a whole Mm. dimension worth of stuff.
1: Yeah. And then they have tiny scales
0: and then they have tiny scales. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because like when you talk about personal life, you're also sort of like, okay, but there's gym, but there's working out, there's making Mm. sure you're eating right, there's making sure that the people around you are okay, making sure that you maintain that relationships that you have Mm. with family. But then there's work. It's like you want, you want your career to sort of go up it's like mm. which one takes the which one takes the cut yeah a little bit more the fall.
1: exactly yeah,
0: exactly so
1: it's kind of it is difficult and I think I've I think because I don't live at home or because I like I moved out when I was 18 mm-hmm. so I haven't lived at home for a really <laughs> a really long time now I'm not going to expose myself here but I haven't <laughs> lived at home for like a while now and so I think because of that I'm able to kind of like separate things and sort of compartmentalize things a little bit better mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that like on my daily life I understand you know how to balance things all that well so I think it's learning just to say no because I think I underestimate how much time I actually need for myself yes I yes. think that's like something that, yeah yeah and I don't I don't like saying no because I always want to be able to do stuff but I think I need to, like, learn to prioritize a little bit more.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think the setting boundary part takes takes a whole lot of, like, mm. um, strength to do. Like, I oh, cannot yeah. set boundaries. Whenever someone yeah. messages me, if it's, like, if it's work or if it's home, I'm, like, I'll reply. Whether it's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning or um, 5 a.m. or straight when I get up, like, I'm just replying to it. So, No, I think it's the setting boundaries that definitely um, play a big part in handling us being unbalanced, Mm. but it is hard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. I think probably the biggest thing that I've had to make important is, and it's like a small thing, but I think it's made the biggest difference in terms of making sure that I have that balance, is having like a night routine and a morning routine. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a very yeah. small routine. Like, I'm not going out, like, you know, it's not a big, like, two hours. But it's just, like, a. these are the things that I do in the morning and these are the things that I do at night. Yeah. And it just allows me to just feel just kind of, like, a bit more organized, even though my daily life is really chaotic because I'm not the best at, like, planning and defining things. Yes. Yeah. So I'm right. always, like, I want to just go, you know, fly by the seat of my pants So being able to have like a specific morning routine, a specific night routine Mm -hmm. allows me to sort of feel that balance amongst all the
0: chaos. (laughs) Yes. Is it like focus when it comes to the routine? Is it focused more on like you personal, like not work related, not like physical related? It's just what you like. Yeah. It's literally just me. Like
1: when I wake up and I give myself like half an hour to just lay in bed and just lie there. Mm -hmm. and just like do nothing like I can check my phone if I want to I can read some of my book if I want to like listen to music something like I give myself like half an hour to just like lie there which I know is probably not healthy like I know sleep therapists are like don't do that (laughs) but it's my it's my routine and it allows me to just kind of like wake up and then at nighttime it's like I take a shower I do my skincare and then I read a book and I go to sleep and I do that like every night. Yeah. And that's just like, and yeah, you hear a lot of people say like, oh, my skincare routine is like just for me, not even for my skin. It's like, <laughs> it's for me. And, I,
0: <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be that, but I am. Yeah. I would love to, it not to be me. Like it just be like, yep. no, I don't want to do a skincare routine, but because my skin will kill me for it, for not doing it. Right. Then it becomes me more taking care of my skin than taking care of me. <laughs>
1: yeah literally well it's it's an organism it's
0: something that needs to be nourished exactly okay so work definitely allows you to feel empowered build a daily routine as we've talked about and also have that financial freedom Mm -hmm. but when do you think that it gets to be too much and the balance is sort of more focused on work than it is on your personal life and when do you notice it Ooh, interesting question.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, I think it gets to be too much when I am constantly available, like via phone. Mm-hmm. Like when people can just text. Like if I have like all the apps on my phone that are required for work. Yep. I find it really hard to distance myself during like non-work hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I tend to find that that's the thing that like I will notice first is I like I'm waking up and I'm answering a work message while I'm still in bed or I'm, you know, out with friends at dinner and I get a text and I'm answering a work message. And this is kind of like, hang on, I need to make sure that I keep that separate. And I know like Lou, one of our other hosts has like talked about this in terms of like making sure that she separates her like personal time from her work time, even though like because we have stuff on our phone. Mm -hmm. So I think that's when it gets too much. And I definitely notice it, especially if I'm out with another person and I'm on my phone and I'm like absorbed in like a work message or a work email Mm -hmm. and they're talking to me. And I'm not responding. Like I'm just not responsive. And I think I noticed that when I'm, yeah, when I'm not engaging with other people and then I'm like, oh no, like I need to stop doing this and just like be present as much as people say it. And I never really understand what they mean Uh. when they say be present. I'm like, I don't get that. (laughs) Like, I don't understand what you mean, but I still like, I still try my best to achieve it in terms of making sure that I, keep that separate yeah and like keep that for a separate time specifically yeah not not at all times you know
0: yeah no i think it's hard when it's when because we're freelancing like we're yeah. we're not full-time working so we don't have like set hours or set time where we need to work freelancing i think definitely adds a level of difficulty to us mm. maintaining that balance because we set the time, which sounds good and it is good. I think it also oh yeah changes the um, expectation when it comes to us working as well. Mm. So yeah, I think especially when it comes to I mean we we're talking about setting boundaries before. I think it's yeah. really difficult to do when, especially when you're freelancing, to separate work and life when mm. you get to set the time that you start working.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It's really difficult. And I think it's like, it's been like the biggest kind of like culture shock in terms of me jumping from like a really corporate environment where it's like nine to five, suit and tie, everything is Mm -hmm. like organized, like down to the dot, like the times for everything versus like what we do, (laughs) which you gotta like, obviously there's pros and cons to both sides. Like, you know, the typical nine to five, might be great sometimes because you've got that stability that consistency that routine mm-hmm. but also it's not as flexible you can't you can only do it from that office you know you've got to be certain place certain time all those kind of things whereas we can be a bit more flexible when it comes to that we can you know you can work at like 2am if you want to and it's not yes. going to affect anything else and you know you can work you know from here or like I'm in Queensland right now on like my family's you know, ranch and we're doing this still. Yeah, So it's great and I love that. But also, like you said, it's hard because then you're like, you're always on and so it's like you almost have to decide when you're off. Like it's almost like you have to decide when you're not working versus when you are working. Yes. Because you're on your phone, you know, you've got your emails, all that kind of stuff, and you end up kind of being available Whenever you're not working, yeah. So it's kind of it's like really hard, and you have to set those boundaries. Yeah. But it's also like I love what we do because it's so good because we get to decide, which is awesome. But yeah. then when you when you're indecisive, that can be, that cannot help.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I find myself working on weekends a lot more. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Now, yeah, like, me too. Like I never used to work on weekends at the previous job, but I think because of the freelance there's some days where I don't want to work, like especially mm. when taking care, care of your mental health and I think that's important. Yeah, Freelancing does really come into a really pro for me when it comes to balancing mm. that. Yeah. However, it is a lot more time-consuming, I find, because it's not like – I mean, like you said, you could be working at 2 a.m. and then your brain mm. just doesn't shut off from working because it doesn't know that it needs yeah. to.
1: Yeah. That's why like – you know how like on your <laughs> – on the platform that me and Dina work on, you like you're great because you put in like what hours you're going to be on there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, like when you put in those hours, like, are you like, this is actually like I'm sticking to this or are you just sort of like on there all the <laughs> time? Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I'm really bad because I've got the apps up on my phone. So um, I'll oh, get okay. the messages up. Uh, Yeah, so this is why this episode is very interesting for me because especially Mm. asking you about it because I'm like, what do
1: you do (laughs) throughout this? I Nothing. I don't, like, I can't help myself.
0: (laughs) Like, I I can't seem to switch off, especially because, like, Mm. I mean, it's hard for us because we, our company is very international base. Like, all our employees are very different time zones. So Mm. some of our researchers, they're working, they start working at our, like, 8 p.m., 9 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, I can't, I'm still having to reply or I'm still wanting to be there to reply to them to make sure their work isn't getting set behind.
1: Yes, oh my gosh, that's like (laughs) my biggest stress is when people will message and I'm like, it's like, yeah, like nine o'clock for us because we're all in Melbourne. And so when you've got other people, like you said, when we've got such an international company and what like ninety percent of the company, or like the rest of the company, is not <laughs> in Australia, nope. and we're on like Australia's on such a warped time zone, and so it's so hard because then you're like, oh no, like if I don't respond to them, then they're going to be held up. Like if I don't check on this, then it's yeah. not going to go through. Yeah. So that does make it a little that does make it a little bit more difficult. I feel like I need to like find out exactly what time zone everyone's in <laughs> and like track so I can like block out. <laughs> Sort of like bits and pieces of like, okay, this part (laughs) that's there 7 a.m. and by 2 p.m. And so we'll cross over. So I make sure I'm working at this time. I think I need to do that because I think it's good. I feel like that'll help. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It does like, it does help to know that you don't have to work in the morning unless you're doing like a recording or something. You don't have to actually start working early Mm. in the morning, which does sort of allow that flexibility. I like that because I am not a morning person. No. I'd like to have my mornings to myself. Like I go to the gym. I go like go for yeah. walks and stuff like that. But mm. and I take long to make breakfast, so that definitely plays plays a part.
1: Yeah, me too. I make like a whole like it's it's a big deal. Like yeah. breakfast is a whole it's a whole situation. <laughs> it's a whole vibe.
0: Oh God. Okay. So I told I knew that we get sidetracked.
1: <laughs> with yeah. The of it was destined. Hey, we speak for a living. Like
0: yeah. Exactly. Okay. So now we're going to be talking about the divide and conquer thing. And I think we talked about this behind the scenes Mm. before recording. Why do you think it is so difficult to sort of divide and conquer when it comes to balancing um, everything in your life? I think, I think I like find it hard
1: to not, constantly see the crossover of things Mm -hmm. I think that's my biggest sort of downfall is people talk about you know especially on my show when it comes to when I have like productivity experts on there and people always talk about like maximize your time maximize your time but then they're also like block out your time to do certain things and I just don't function like that so I end up with sort of like two colliding kind of visions of what I should be doing like I'm always Mm -hmm. like okay I'll block out this time and I'm doing exactly this for two hours and then it's break and then I'm doing exactly this for another two hours but Mm -hmm. when I sit down or even if I'm cleaning I will be like oh while I'm here I'll do this Or while I'm there, I'll do that. Or like, I'll just, so I always end up with this crossover because I'm trying to maximize my time because I've got so much to do. So I'll be like, oh, okay, if I'm, you know, folding the washing, then I'll just put another load on. Or if I'm cleaning the dishes, then I may as well just wipe down all the benches and all the doors. Or, you know, if I'm working, if I'm answering work emails, then I may as well just, um, you know, like, check this and make sure this is done and, you know, QA this and all that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I find it hard to like, do, like you said, sort of divide and conquer because it ends up just sort of like this big.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's exactly. like a war
1: and there's just like people everywhere and it's it's not good. I don't know. What do you think? Like why do you no, think we have I'm, such a problem?
0: I'm kind of feeling the same way when it comes like I kind of think of it as doing like when you're cleaning a house, right, you sort of see, mm. okay, you want to do all the dishes. But then you see some laundry needs to get done, so you do the laundry before, like, set it off, let it do its thing, and then you go back to cleaning. Yeah. And then other things sort of come into play, whereas, okay, I can tidy up the living room while I'm doing the dishes because there are dishes in Mm -hmm. here that I can take in. And all of that stuff sort of plays a huge role in sort of you maintaining um, a good space, a good space in your head that's saying, okay, all these chores – done but how much do you actually get done when you're sort of yeah dividing it um dividing it that much because I, mm. I I cannot every year at the beginning of the year I buy a, like a diary a calendar <laughs> yeah <laughs> I get three months in and everything's on my laptop everything's like everything Seriously? on my phone yeah I can't oh, wow. write everything down or block it out like I know yeah um Aditi does bullet journaling Oh, wow. I cannot get into it. No, I, I can't do it. Right.
1: <laughs> no, I can't. I tried to, it didn't work.
0: I even make lists. Like I write things down, but I just end up being like, okay, only two things are done at the end of the day. Yeah. Because there's so many other things that sort of need to get done before mm. I get those other things done. Yeah. and That's then, exactly
1: like my problem.
0: Yeah. And then a new task comes into mind as I'm like, doing something I'm like oh okay I also need to do that yep and then nothing actually gets done because I'm writing everything down
1: (laughs) yeah no I totally get that I am such a scatterbrain like because I've got I use notion to separate a lot of my to-do lists yes because I have like a written diary which is such like it's so like my brain it's such chaos like it's works as my journal in terms of like my personal journal as well as like my diary like my calendar so you can flip like to one page and it'll have like okay this is what I need to do today and then like you'll flip to the next page and it'll be like so I went on a date with a boy like (laughs) (laughs) it'll be like totally different (laughs) and so that's great but also if anyone ever gets hold of that my life is over wait but yeah (laughs) so because of that I've I use notion on my phone and my laptop, Mm -hmm. which I love because I can separate the two pages. Like I have a work page and a personal page. So I can separate those things. But I still find it difficult to not have that crossover. And I'll write down something, but I won't put it in my notion or like I'll write it in my notes, which is just so random. (laughs) And so it's so hard. So I think I like I need to kind of learn how to like, create defined spaces. I don't know, but there's so much crossover. Like, I'm always thinking about how something informs something else. Like, even yes. while I'm here, I'm having like meetings for other, like, non, like, other work related things. Like, it, while I'm here, and I'm like, I'm not even, like, why am I, I'm not here for this, but I'm going to do it while I'm here. Yeah. Because I'm here. So I may as well utilize it,
0: you know? And I'm, I know I'm terrible. It's Ugh. terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I use Notion as well. Notion has saved me so much because oh my gosh, yeah. I can make like class notes from like uni and things like that on it.
1: Yeah, it's so, so good for uni.
0: Because um, I had like a f- reflections that I had to do for a uni assignment and I'm like, did I have write any notes down? Like <laughs> I try to have like physical stuff because so I can write it down. Yeah. But then I end up like halfway into the term or halfway into the year, I'm just like typing it up because it's yeah. with me all the time like yeah and
1: it's so much faster
0: yes and I can read I'm it always afterwards. thinking about
1: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always thinking about like how much time am I wasting I feel like that's always in the back of my head like how much yeah. time am I wasting how much time am I wasting and yeah. because like you know you're on public transport and so it's like oh this is gonna take half an hour so I gotta do this and while i am here I'll pick up stuff and oh So stressful. I
0: know. I made the worst decision at the beginning of the year was buying like three different diaries. It's like one's for work, one's for personal, one's for uni. (laughs) (laughs) They all ended up on my laptop. Like, yeah, all of it. Nothing ended up being written down. Yeah. And because like, how am I supposed to carry three different books? I don't know what I was thinking when I bought them. I'm like, (laughs) oh yeah, I'm gonna be that productive. You know how heavy it is to carry three different things. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. That's why you end up writing stuff on your phone and your laptop because
0: carrying the other things
1: is so heavy. And like me and yeah, me and Dina catch public transport. And so trying to like lug all your stuff around. Sorry, heavy, and you've got a laptop and headphones and water bottles and like, oh my gosh, and it's textbooks insane.
0: sometimes as well. Like you get oh, the huge no. textbooks that take
1: up so the much textbooks room. Textbooks so heavy, like so insanely heavy. But thank God for Notion. It yes, saved me a lot of the time, especially because it syncs between your phone and your laptop. Yes, which has saved me so many times because otherwise I would forget about stuff.
0: Yes. Okay. All right, so now we're going to be talking about the final topic of this interview um, is how do you maintain familial relationships when you're, I mean, you're not, like you said, you're not living close to home, you're living outside of home for a while. Yeah. How do you maintain that familial relationship with your family? Ooh, It's definitely hard
1: and I think I've had to get into the habit of, like you said, just kind of creating those boundaries um, and sort of creating that work-life balance because obviously my family is a crucial part of my life, but because we don't live in the same states, Mm -hmm. so they're, they're like a very long way away. You have to catch a plane. Um, so there's no sort of like dropping in or just sort of like seeing them after work or anything. So I Mm -hmm. have to be very like purposeful in terms of contacting them. I talk to my mom every single day, (laughs) which is just like a given. Um, but there are some times where like, I do have to decide that I'm not going to call her and I'm going to call her at a different time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel bad for doing that. But if I didn't, then I wouldn't get other things done because I think you don't realize it until you're not at home. But like when you just sort of see your parents and your family on a daily basis, having those like small interactions kind of just fulfills like that sort of being there with each other because you're there with each other, even though, you know, you're not like going out for coffee for two hours and having a full discussion, like you're just sort of like, being there you know you have dinner or you know you see each other in the kitchen or something like that or you fight with them over something like it's like little interactions that fulfill that so I think I've had to be really purposeful in terms of deciding okay like I'm while I'm on the bus I'm gonna call my mom or while I'm on the train I'm gonna call my brother And I can only call and FaceTime, like there's nothing else I can do. Um, Sometimes I watch a movie with them, which is great, but I've got to make sure I actually block that out because it's not something I can just sort of do spur of the moment because it takes up a lot of time. Yes. So that's probably, yeah, the hardest part is I have to like carve out time for me and carve out time for work and then carve out time for my family separately because they don't just naturally sort of fall in. I actually have to be purposeful about it. Yeah. It, it works though. Like we haven't, yeah, it hasn't been an issue. It's only when I'm in exams or like when I'm really busy, <laughs> then I feel yes. so bad and I won't speak to them for like three days. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I really just, I just like poof, just sort of like fall off the edge of the earth, but I've got to be purposeful about it and actually deciding. I don't write it down or anything. This is not something <laughs> that I schedule. <laughs> it sounds so organized, but it's really not. Um but it's just about, yeah, being purposeful. And when I'm home, like when I'm currently, because I'm currently in Queensland, when I'm home, like I do everything to make sure that I'm spending as much time with them as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just sort of being with them, like at every moment, because you, because I have to, because otherwise, why am I here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's perfect. All right. So now we're going to do the last little section, which I, I'm so excited to talk about, which is our practice and habits. Woop woop. All right, so how do you separate your work and personal life as a practice? So what do you do as a habit to continually separate um, those two elements? Hmm, I think I was I've already
1: spoken a lot about Notion, so mm-hmm. I think I'll sort of speak about actually how I kind of utilize it in terms of at the start of the week, especially because I have to coordinate it around my university schedule as well, Mm -hmm. because my timetable and a lot of the time, like the law faculty is just like, this is your class on this day. If you can't make it, we can't help you. Like, (laughs) so like they're pretty ruthless when it comes to that. Uh So I almost like I'll sit there on a Sunday. Sunday is my organization day so I like go to church in the morning and then I do food shopping and then I come home and I clean make sure like washing's done and then I sit down with my physical diary and my laptop with Notion and I block out kind of like what I have to do in terms of like events that I already have scheduled for that week like if Mm -hmm. I've got you know if we're recording a podcast or if I have um, you know, a meeting with a professor or I've got a lecture or I've got a party or something like that. I block out my events and then I see sort of which days are going to take up like the most amount of time in terms of like what the theme for that day is. It yep. sounds really weird. It sounds very <laughs> it organized. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's really not, but it's how I, it's how I work because mm-hmm. I'm very chaotic. Yeah. Um, which is why I need the productivity podcast that I host because it's something that I need. It's very ironic that you are hosting that. I know because I am so chaotic. Like I am very chaotic energy, but I need to be very like stiff in terms of my organizational skills. Yeah. So like I will sit down at the start of the week and I will like decide what theme is this day. And Mm -hmm. when I say theme, I don't mean like, pirate or like fairy (laughs) I mean like (laughs) I mean like okay this day I have um you know I'm recording a show Mm -hmm. like I've got a podcast in the city if I've got to travel all the way into the city and I'm there that I may as well continue to work for the rest of the day so I'm not wasting that day because I can't I'm not the kind of person who can just sort of like switch between different like parts of their day like I can't work and then do something like personal and then go back to work and then study. Like I, my brain is like, "Mm -mm, we can't do that. (laughs) So I have to like theme my day. So I'm like, Tuesday is a work day. Yep. I'm not going to give myself specific activities, but that is a work day. It's a work themed day. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, Wednesday I try to not work. And so it'll be, um, Wednesday tends to be a personal day. I tend to not have things on a Wednesday. I don't know why. <laughs> Everything either falls on a Monday or Tuesday or a Thursday, Friday. Nothing's ever on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So Wednesday is my personal day. Mm-hmm. I usually stay at home all day. Maybe I'll have dinner with a friend, but that's my personal day. And so Wednesday is personal theme. And then Thursday and Friday tend to be if I've got a lecture or a class and I feel like, you know, I've got two classes on a Thursday, Thursday. And then I'll be like, okay, this is university-themed day. Like Mm -hmm. uh, this day is themed around university work. I'm not going to give myself specific activities, but that's the theme. Mm -hmm. So I do that every Sunday just to understand (laughs) what kind of mindset I need to bring to the party to know sort of what I'm doing because I have to have a mindset to do things. I can't just do stuff. I just unfortunately don't have that kind of brain. I have to be like – programmed in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For stuff. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense?
0: <laughs> no, it does. Like I'm I'm different in a sense that I can't focus too much on one thing. I can't make a whole day oh, okay. of it.
1: Oh, so do you like do you like split
0: up like activities, like different activities? Yeah, cuz I like oh. because work for me, like especially when it comes to the work responsibilities that come into play, like it's usually Monday's my theme recording day. Yeah. So that I make a work sort of hour, but evenings are always free. So evenings yeah, okay. are always something that I set free to make sure I go to the gym, to make sure that I can just do something. Yeah. And then Tuesday, it's split because we've got the work meetings on Tuesday. Yeah, so like that kind of thing. Wednesday for me is very similar to you. Like I don't have anything usually falls on a Wednesday. Ever on, Wednesday. <laughs> so on Wednesday. So I make that gym day. So that's mm. my morning. I go to the gym in the morning. So that's when I see my gym friends and all those people and I go have breakfast you with have them. You have gym friends? Yeah, I know. That's so cool. Like because my gym, we have like a breakfast area as well that you can have. This is cool. So we wow. have like. I had two classes in the of the gym in the morning and mm. then by like lunch like 12 p.m it gets to like us having breakfast together wow so like My yeah goodness. then I have like that set time and then yeah. it's in the evening it's like okay I'll either do uni work because I've got the rest of the evening and I'm not having classes and things like that and then Thursday Friday is usually like whatever is left from that I didn't complete during the beginning of the week I'll do in the second half yeah. of the week yeah. So it's a lot more chaotic than yours. It definitely seems it's a lot less organized. I don't know. I
1: don't, I can't, I can't vouch to say that I always stick to my themes, <laughs> but I, I try to, I yeah. try to. I think that's probably why maybe, and you can relate to this maybe, is like why I end up working so much on the weekend is because during the week, I've just got like all these other things that are like personal university related and so Tuesday is my work day and so I'll leave things until like Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so I end up working like so much on Saturday and Sunday, which is totally fine. Yeah. Like it doesn't affect anything, but it's like, I don't know, my weekends aren't really weekends because I don't I don't work a traditional nine-to-five, so it's like it's no. not really a weekend. I yeah. don't know. It's weird.
0: For me, I think I rush uni assignments weekends. That's yeah. when i <laughs> That's what my weekends yeah. are for. They're like, if I meet someone, I'll meet someone. In the, at night, though, if it's uni's on, that's it. I'm like, I'm not watching a movie. I'm like doing uni assignment. That's due on a Sunday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Honestly, though. But like, I'm also very wary of the fact that like mental health comes into play. Like, there are some days where I just mm. don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Or I don't. I just feel like sitting there and just either reading or going for a walk or doing something that's like a bit for me and then I can sort Mm. of, it's nice that when you recognize it as well, I think it's really, it's really good when you recognize that there is something that you need to do. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So we've talked about you setting up a certain time to do it. You set up a Sunday and finding the time to make sure that you get things done, which like separating the themes, which I think is really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you think, for the last question, how do you think that this practice has impacted your perception throughout life? Oh, my.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. My perception of life. There is not a big perception. It's, like, chaotic. Um, I don't know. I think think I've had to learn to have – themed days instead of like days that are filled with specific tasks because of like prioritizing my mental health Mm -hmm. I think that's probably like the biggest reason why I've had to stick to having more of like a themed day rather than having a to-do list and like making specific tasks because like Mm -hmm. you mentioned before some days I wake up and I'm like I really don't feel like doing that or like I really don't feel like you know doing this or i haven't got the energy to do this yeah. and i get really tired really quickly <laughs> and i also get bored really quickly yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of the time where i'm like okay i thought today was going to be this like i thought today i was going to do this but i'm not going to and i feel like because i haven't like written it down and like structured it out and you know like time blocked it Mm-hmm. I don't feel as bad and I don't beat myself off about it, which is probably my biggest like thing when yeah. it comes to like being like scheduling and creating boundaries and like organizing my life is like, if I don't get something done, I will like curse myself for the rest of the week and just be like, I can't believe you didn't do that. You should have done it. Like, ah, uh, you're so disorganized, blah, blah, blah. So I know, I know like I've had a lot of guests who speak about, making to-do lists and you know setting specific goals and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and I get that that works for some people but I think I have found for myself for my mental health I can't do that mm-hmm. and I think this is definitely coming back to the perception of life <laughs> it's nice <laughs> nice big question that, that you put at the end here yeah yeah <laughs> to summarize everything um, <laughs> to summarize um when it when I connect that to sort of like how I perceive my life, I think I've always been on the go mm-hmm. and I've always, like, my life has always changed sort of like spur of the moment. Like it's very, it's very fast paced and it's very, I don't want to say dysfunctional because that sounds bad, <laughs> <laughs> but it's very like, I've lived in a lot of different places. I've worked a lot of different jobs. I've, you know, Seen and done a lot of different things. So I've always I'm always like prepared for something to change. Mm -hmm. And I think that's I've had to learn how to work around that and still be productive because my life is it changes so fast and so quickly. So I've had to learn, okay, how can I be the most productive, but still be prepared for things to change, whether it's just like my mental health or my physical surroundings. Yeah. So I think that's why I've probably done the theme day thing because I've had to learn how to be organised amongst the chaos. But I love the chaos, yeah. which is why I've had to, like I love the fast pace and the the moving and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I've, I'm like how do I balance my love for chaos with my need to be organized as you know a freelancer and a university student it's it's a balance it's a very
0: fine line yeah i <laughs> it's mean a very fine line i mean we can easily get checked into a mental hospital at any moment but like so quickly <laughs> so quickly <laughs> but like i um, love like like you said i love the fast pace that yeah. it, that especially this job like everything changes mm. constantly and we're constantly building oh, yeah I'll, like, our responsibilities have definitely changed in the past, like, month or so. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, so the much. stuff that we're needing to do, and it's usually due, like, the end of the week. So then I'm having to – I had to change the – what my understanding of what my week looks like mm. by that responsibility. Like, by doing the extra work that needs to get done before this episode goes out or something like that. So yeah. changing that – understanding that okay i may not have as much free time as i do have as i think Mm -hmm. i have and then understanding that some things are really urgent that needs to get done and i can't just be like i don't feel like doing it today i'm not gonna do it yeah yeah
1: some things you do have to just kind of like push through
0: yeah yeah so yeah i think it's really important to look at your mental health when sort of, especially when it comes to dividing responsibilities and finding out what you can and can't handle. Mm, Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky. Like, I think all of us are really lucky when it comes. We get along really well. So if someone isn't able to do a certain thing that they're sort of in charge of doing, we can easily just take over or we can assist with it. So, I mean, especially when it comes to you in exam time, that seems to come up every time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just...
1: (laughs) don't do a law degree people just just, if you're going to take anything away from this podcast just don't do a law degree it's just not it's not beneficial
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um, but yeah so able to sort of I think also finding people that really are okay with you prioritizing yourself Mm. as well because I've worked with a lot of other companies before and some of them are just like they're very much set that you have to do this, you have to be exactly the way that this is. No regard to like someone not feeling well or someone being sick or yeah, anything like that. So oh yeah, totally. I think it's really important to find an environment that you do have that understanding. Like especially mm. I mean, T and I, we don't have kids. We don't like no. we don't have that <laughs> um that challenge as well. But I think finding a place that needs to involve like knowing that you have to watch for a child, that you have someone that you're responsible for, you have to also Mm. balance the family time I think is really important.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I think, yeah, like bringing it back to family. I think it's like being able to learn like how your family members manage things in their head Mm -hmm. I think I found so – like beneficial when it comes to organizing my time especially when I'm at home and I'm still having to work I think learning how like my dad organizes things Mm -hmm. in his head and how my mom organizes things in in her head which are two very separate heads (laughs) (laughs) so it's like learning how and like my brothers you know I've got teenagers and so it's like learning how they organize things in their head Mm -hmm. (laughs) quote that they they don't organize things (laughs) For for disclaimer, they don't organise things, teenagers. Oh, they'd love to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, teenage boys don't organise things. But learning how they work yeah, and so yet you can work sort of like as a family to still be able to have each other work to their optimal levels. I think I've definitely found like, you know, like my brother's going to be home from school in like an hour and so I know that that's when all my family will start getting home. So that's when I'm not working. Yep. Like when I'm here, I'm like, okay, my schedule looks different because, you know, my dad gets home this time, mom gets home at this time, my boys get home at that time, you know, being able to block out time for that and create those boundaries and just sort of learning how everyone works is another level because you can have your own organisation and your own ways of doing things. Yes. But if you're living with, you know, if you've got kids or you've got a husband, or, you know, you're living at home with siblings, parents, all that kind of stuff, like, you still have to learn how they work and how they organise things. And that on its own is like a whole, that's a whole skill set. But it's very important to learn, I think. It's very crucial to having a good functioning family, but also to allow yourself to be, like, you know, organised and productive for yourself.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think, like, the communication is a big part. Like you have to say, mm. telling being honest with your family members as well, like saying, okay, I'm not feeling up to cooking or I'm not feeling up to taking you to a game or to see a friend. Do you mind finding mm. another way to deal with this? Yeah, I think is really definitely important. And um, yeah, having that understanding mind about other members of your family, I think is I think that's what I want you guys to take away from this episode. Like be mindful (laughs) that everyone's going through stuff. Mm, Yeah. And it's not always going to be on your schedule as well. I think Mm. that gets lost in translation quite a bit when it comes to um, talking with someone. It's not going to be like the time or the way that you want it to be. It will be the way that they need it to go with their own schedule as well totally So, yeah all right definitely well I am so glad to have you on for today's episode here this is
1: so much fun this is fun I really enjoyed it this is great <laughs> well look at us we're so insightful I know we have so much to talk <laughs> <Ironic>. about <laughs> yeah I know right
0: ironic <laughs> I know how is it being on that end though <laughs>
1: being the guest yeah. yeah it's weird I feel <laughs> odd I don't know because because like I'm a journalist I'm never on this end of the thing so it is odd being asked questions but it's kind of fun maybe yeah yeah no this is this is cool we, we're definitely we're gonna do this again this is definitely something
0: yes we'll add the rest of the members <laughs> rest of everyone yes. up soon. oh my
1: gosh we'll get everyone in here and it'll be it'll be a big family reunion <laughs> oh god who's
0: actually gonna be able to talk no one's gonna be able to say anything <laughs> Oh my gosh.
1: No, yeah. I think we tried where well, we we did that once. We like did the test one where we talked about all our pets.
0: They chaotic, <laughs> yeah. the chaotic mess that yeah, was. There's
1: like three different conversations going on in like one podcast. That yeah. was great. I loved it. I loved it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining me today, Tia, and talking oh, about thanks this. Thanks for having me, Dina. And sharing your notion. I'm going to be staring at your notion. Um, you have to send me a photo of what it looks like, <laughs> so then I can just, like, admire My it for a little... template. <laughs> yeah, Yeah.
1: I love, I love.
0: <laughs> all right, well, if you guys want to thanks, hear Dina. more about the episodes or look at Tia's episodes, we'll have that linked below, and definitely go check that out. We'll have, like, a link to all the other podcast shows as well because – I think it's it's a really good divisive way that we've sort of have the guests, have the other hosts to talk about the different areas. So I think it's really mm. important that you guys yeah. all look at it. Um, mm. Yeah, and I'll see you guys in a, another episode. So thank you much for joining. You've been listening to Altogether, the Family Science Insights Podcast, produced by Family Science Labs, a division of LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. More episodes are available from 10 life management perspectives and can be found by searching LMSL on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, share, and subscribe to our channel so that other people can find it and we can continue to provide quality content. More of our work can be found on our website at fa.lmsl.net, where you can join our movement. I'm Dina Sargent, and thanks for tuning in.